FM Breakfast Show with the Double L Team, Lyle and Lawson. Good morning. This is actually Blake and Lawson, not the Double L Team, but the B&L Team. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for a day of Thanksgiving and gratitude here on Faith FM, Lawson? Yeah, dude. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm ready. I had a great day yesterday. You weren't here, so this is fantastic. I mean, what I meant well, to say to was you get, we here, got everyone. to hang out with Monica. Uh, that's that's what I meant to say. That's, we got to just came out wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wrong. So you're what you're saying is you're thankful that I'm back. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thankful for? I am thankful. Oh, I didn't get to talk about this yesterday. Because um, I, I wasn't here. I would have given you the opportunity. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, but we got to hear what mom was thankful for, and that's just all the amazing support coming in from our listeners for her yeah, and her true. situation. Um, but yeah, on Sunday, I went for a bike ride, and I rode like 53K. And that I was 53 more than me. And I, I picked up the bike on Friday for 180 bucks. Wow. And so I I am just I'm doing a you know my cost to kilometers ratio is incredibly high because people out here doing 53k's on bikes that are worth right. like 20 times more no, than like, mine whereas whereas I I got my bike for cheap and I ROI. put in the put in the kilometers. It's funny you talk about ROI because uh-huh. we're going to talk about some ROI with Twitter later oh. on. Yeah. It's about get some real return on, on investment. investment. Yeah. Does Elon Musk have a vision? We're going to find out. Or does he just have an axe to take over? You're listening to Faith FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Blake and Lawson and we are about to get wild with the quiz. Mm. Are you ready? We actually, this quiz is kind of wild it is pretty different okay like it's the same but same same it's like we're we are just increasing our benevolence we're giving out more (laughs) prizes for everyone (laughs) try and stop us that's right uh our first question of today is the name lucifer is mentioned in which book of the bible it's only one if you didn't know, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. Again, that question, the name Lucifer is mentioned in which book of the Bible? This week we're doing something special because we have two prizes. Okay, so usually we give out... Can't stop us! I mean, two prizes to one person. We have two prizes for two people. So basically, we've got one prize. It's It Is Finished and the Bridegroom Is Coming. These are amazing books and devotional sets, which we will give to someone. Or Wait, you wait can... hold on. That's There's like three prizes. No, there's, there's four, actually. There's four? There's four split into two groups. Wow. And then the other one, Jesus Wins and My Life Today. So these, uh, you can either win one group of prizes, which is It Is Finished and the Bridegroom Is Coming. You can you can win that one, or you can win the other one, and whichever one you pick. Say we spin that wheel, and your name your name's Bob, and Bob comes up, and we call you, and you say, "I want it is finished, and the bridegroom is coming." Then we spin the wheel again, and we get another winner 
to win Jesus wins in my life today. If you're Bob and you're listening to Faith FM, text us at 0491. You basically already won. It's already been won. prophesied. It's, it's ready to go. Uh, yeah, so 0491 is the number to call or text. If you want these prizes, which you do, these are daily devotional books, okay? And we're, look we're coming up to a new year very soon. Very soon. And if you want to start January 1st off with devotion book in hand, just reading amazing quotes and being led spiritually... 0491-064-669. I'm a little out of sorts. I think it's the first day of November, correct? It is. Wow. That is very close to the new year. Yeah, dude, 2022 just started, bro. Where did October go? Where did, uh, where did October, 22 go? October was a pretty long month for me. Really? Yeah, oh, there was man. lots on. And my it was my birthday on the 22nd. So. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. The disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, 0491. The name Lucifer is mentioned in which book of the Bible? Now, time for some good news. Okay, thank you. It's happening today. The 1st of November celebration. uh, Well, I guess there is something to celebrate on the 1st of November, as the New South Wales government has is enacting the law today. They've already passed it, but they are enforcing and inactive uh, the ban of single-use plastic bags, plastic straws, stirrers, cutlery, plates and bowls, expanded polystyrene food service items, plastic cotton bud sticks, and microbeads in cosmetics. So there's banned, gone, black market now. Yeah, I've got I've got contraband in my house right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, plenty of people have contraband, quote unquote. <laughs> but it's the production and the distribution of these things from now on. So, so say a company they've ordered like yesterday, they got a shipment of literally all these things. They've got plastic straws and you know whatnot. Like they have <laughs> they have the time to to get it out, right? But the distribution of these things is Dunzo. Wow. It's Gonskis. Okay. So I can see, I'm just going to, you know, go on the uh, controversial road here. It's going to make things inconvenient for some, but why is it such a good thing, Lawson? Why is it? Well, because plastics are terrible. Plastics are terrible for the environment. You know, we can talk about so many different ways in which our environment is being harmed or destroyed. And, you know, people look at different those different ways and they're at various different levels you know and and people have opinions on them all well that one has it actually really isn't affecting our environment or whatever it may be but plastic is the clearest one because you just see it there's just plastic everywhere you go to the pacific ocean there's a big old garbage patch you go swimming in the reef you you go so many places and there's just plastic uh and this is a a global problem we're producing too much plastic it's everywhere it you know, and and also it harms animals as well. So I think the easiest way, if we're if we're sitting here today and we're like, oh, what's the best way to start helping our planet? Stop stop using single use plastics. Right there. Like it's just bam, click, done, easy, <laughs> simple. You know, people want to talk about, oh, can we really stop using fossil fuel? Da 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 da. da. Like let's uh, before we even get to that conversation, let's just. Stop using plastic. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's some of these, it's like, okay, there's some inconvenience there. I think particularly in the straws department, cardboard straws are terrible. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. Everyone knows this. I used to run a juice bar up at New Start Juice, and I really, really hated them. Cardboard straws the cardboard are the straws. absolute worst. There's no excuse. They're, like, talk about one of the worst user experiences of all time. You're halfway through your drink, and the straw collapses. Like, what, do I need to get two or something? This is ridiculous. I actually... 
you do. Yeah, so you that's do. That's how you do it. Um, but also, you can just be prepared and bring your own metal straw or, or your, like... Uh, just whip it out. Yeah, you know, or the rubber. You can get a rubber straw. They, they had... um. We we tried some bamboo and some rice straws. Yeah, those are kind of. Cool. I like the rice ones because you ch- you can crunch them up afterwards. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, but I like to eat. Them. You, you you eat them uh, after. Wow, finish edible, the drink. Edible. That's amazing. <laughs> crunch, the, crunch. The other thing about banning plastics that's important is that uh, the amount of plastic contamination in food, particularly mm. like food and water with microplastics. Uh, I think we've said here on the breakfast show that it's gone from, I think it was in 2015, you would consume about one credit card's worth of plastic a year to now you consume about one uh, hard hat helmet Yuck. a year. Yuck. And that is having a dramatic f- effect, particularly on what? men's reproductive health. Really? So it is causing more sterility. Than ever before. Yes, because of the consumption of single-use plastics. Wow. Now, I actually have heard about something like this, but I didn't know that the plastics were involved there. You know what? I was... I was okay, I got to be honest. I love mac and cheese, right? I love some sure. good, good old mac and cheese. It's, sure. it's quality stuff. But there was a uh, recent study on the amount of plastic in mac and cheese, and it's more plastic than mac or cheese. That's right. And I was just like, what? And you're... You're, you are actively disabling yourself from being able to produce children. So just, yeah, stop ingesting plastics, like, everyone. Like, just stop it, Blake. Just stop. Just, you know, you, everyone. Like, guys, like, let's, let's, well, this is the thing is that microplastics get into foods and whatnot, either because people put them there because they're terrible monsters or because of just contamination because there is so much plastic and so this is fantastic news we're we're, we're chucking the plastics away (laughs) we get we're getting rid of of the plastics that's right so those companies that create all those single-use plastic like that's gonna have a huge impact goodbye sorry for peddling in death but (laughs) 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 that's kind of whoa that's kind of no they're not you know they're not quite like a a smoking company or a liquor company or that kind of thing but but um yeah i mean if you're a big multinational Plastic creating corporation. Not in not in New South Wales, you aren't. Just just I don't know. Do something different. You got money. (laughs) (laughs) Do it do it different. You guys have money now. Yeah, just switch it up. Go go and go and do something else. Forget about it. Yeah, like too bad. I'm sorry. Like that's 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 just it. Overall, you know, I I watched a documentary called Sea Spiracy. Have you seen that one? I have not. It's a very good documentary. Um. And it does talk about how plastic straws are not as big of an impact as, you know, maybe commercial fishing, but that they still do have an impact sure. as well, too. Uh, and it was kind of an eye-opening, uh, eye-opening documentary about, like, the state of the world, mm. I guess. And I was surprised by how much plastic in general uh, is out there, mm. you know? Uh, on some of my favorite surf spots are just covered in plastic. Yeah, that's right. And I'm just like... Why, you know, but there is also I, I, I was watching another thing on the news about they've created these machines that actually filter the top plastic that's floating on the top. And they're just pulling all this plastic. Yeah, that's out. right. It's We've really talked about cool. like uh, Operation Ocean Rescue, yes. like heaps of times that all the work that they're doing, the fleet that they're creating as well. It's amazing um, cleaning up the ocean. But actually, you just mentioned it's like there is also the deadly, like the terrible effects of like professional fishing and fishing all the the oceans out also just just 
like factory farming in general and how terrible it is for the environment. And uh, basically, the statistics, the statistics have come out. There's been a huge bird flu ravaging the UK at the moment. Really? And 5.5 million birds have died in the last year, including a massive oh. amount of turkeys that are being farmed for Christmas. They're all just dropping dead from bird flu. Which is terrible and 100% the result of factory farming because you chuck all those birds in a tight space and you get an infection and then they all die. Um, And so in regards to professional fishing, in regards to factory farming, solution, stop eating animals. (laughs) There you go. You solve it on both ends. You're not feeding the animals plastic. So and what also I'm you're not this eating them, you're saving is them. Stopping the animals and stopping eating plastic. That's right. Okay. And then you win. I'm gonna start with the plastic. That's right. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. And we are about to dive into some pretty wild Twitter news. Yes. But before me, Blake, you Lawson, do give us a quiz question. Another quiz question. Who said much learning is driven you is driving you mad? Ooh. Who said that? Much learning is driving you mad. 0491-064-669 is the number to call. As we said, there are two prizes available, two winners at the end of this week. Unprecedented. We know. You know, this this never usually goes down or happens like this. But we have uh one group of devotionals and amazing books. It is finished and the bridegroom is coming. And the other one, Jesus Wins and My Life Today. If you want Either of these, if you want to go into the draw, get your name in 0491-064-669. I have to remind you, shout out our boy Ethan. He won the prize last week. He won the draw. He won Bibleopoly with one entry. Wow. All week. And there were people who had entered every single day, every single quiz question. It just takes one. It just takes, it just takes a, Spark. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. Again, that question was, how? who said, sorry, much learning is driving you mad? Who said that? 0491-064-669. And for you listening to Faith FM this morning as well, too, I just want to say good morning and thank you for joining us on Faith FM. It is so exciting to... Just know that we have such an awesome community around mm. us. And I'm going back. We did this last week. Send me some emojis. What are you doing right now? <laughs> I want to see your emoji language texting in 0491-064-669. Okay, I'm, I'm sending in my emojis now. Okay. <laughs> Sitting man, microphone, annoyed face, fat baby. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Lassa, I'm just don't joking. talk about yourself like that. Hey, well. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> This is why emojis are on Twitter all the time as well. Uh Uh-huh, yep. And things are going to get wild. Mm -hmm. Lawson. Uh Uh-huh. Elon Musk. Uh Uh-huh. The mystery man. Uh Uh-huh. The the rocket man. Yes. The space guy. Uh Uh-huh. The the Telstra... Tesla. Titan. Tes- Tesla. Oh, not te- not Telstra. Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. The Tesla Titan. He has bought uh, Twitter for 40. This is this is an insane number. Mm. This is not even real number. These are numbers that are just like, this is a pretend number that then's multiplied by 44. Okay. Uh-huh. $44 billion uh-huh. 
to purchase Twitter and to take it private. So it was public. Yeah. Now it's taken private. Mm-hmm. That's that's an incredible amount of money. I mean, it's like I, I can't even actually it's a, process. It's about four times the amount that Twitter is actually worth as well. Which is just crazy. Which So he's heavily overpaying because back in April, I believe it was, he said, yeah. hey, I want to buy Twitter. And then Twitter was like, ha-ha, we, we don't want you to. But then he was like, no, I'm actually serious. And then the offer was like, actually accepted but then twitter forced elon yeah. into a long court battle uh-huh. to force him to buy their company and they won by he, losing their company that's right <laughs> but like the this is this is actually amazing like the story of this going down because he he goes in to buy it it's like yeah i want to do this he realizes it's a terrible financial decision <laughs> like one of the worst he stalls for ages and then ends up like tanking the stock of the company as well so it's worth even less now and so he's overpaying even more um but the real winners of this is like probably the worst company managers of all time like the twitter's board and we're going to talk about them in a little bit well they don't exist anymore yeah, but yeah. Twitter, twitter's, <laughs> twitter's twitter board that's gone twitter's <laughs> board that is now gone who mismanaged this company for 10 years uh, and is now getting an absolute golden parachute payout like they were probably the worst business managers ever but somehow managed to absolutely shark like this deal with elon musk and they they're getting out yeah, it, that part is actually really, really crazy. Because, but as of today, uh-huh. the 20, like, just like literally not long ago, uh, just like an hour 41 ago, 41 minutes ago or something like that, there is no more Twitter board. Uh-huh. They're gone. Yeah. The whole, like, the entire board, nine ousted directors, uh, which include former chairman of the board, Brett Taylor, former chief executive Parag Agrawal. Mm. It's crazy. They don't even exist anymore. And so this is what's really interesting here about this story as well, too, is I don't know if you remember this or not, but you're you're a meme guy. So you probably... Don't call me that. <laughs> you, you probably remember this, but do you remember sad Jeffrey walking out of Toys R Us? I have no idea what that is. Okay, so Jeffrey the giraffe was the mascot for do you even remember toys r us yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, i was yeah, like yeah, man, I know, i'm feeling Je- really I know old Jeffrey, here I know if Jeffrey. you remember toys r us 0491064669 it used to be a store uh-huh. that people bought toys at uh-huh. there was these things called stores before the internet anyway wait what <laughs> really yeah i know um so anyway jeffrey was the mascot and there's like this little video of sad jeffrey with a suitcase after this company buys I think they bought the company for like six point six billion dollars, mm-hmm. but five billion of the dollars was all debt, uh-huh. right? So they bought a company with like ninety percent or eighty percent debt, uh-huh. right? Had no strategy. Uh-huh. They took the company private. Twelve years later, it's gone. Skis. Jeffrey's yeah. walking out of the store with a suitcase in hand and a sad face, uh-huh. never to return. Uh-huh. Is that what's going to happen to Twitter? So I think with. With Twitter, I, I think the big reason why we're talking about it as well is because, you know, we have discussed before, as particularly as Christians in, in regards to freedom of speech and social media and the different blows that that has come to. Now, Elon Musk has stepped up and said, no, Twitter's going to be the most, I'm going to buy it so that it can be true free speech and it can be a, the meeting place of the world. Now, he has bought it with a ton of debt. Uh, he has acquired it with a ton of debt. A, a a company. He's 
bought it with about thirty million a billion dollars worth of debt. A company, or a de- sorry, about ten billion dollars worth of debt. A company that loses about two hundred million dollars per year. Mm. But the problem I really, the, the biggest loser in all of this, you know, you could say, oh, it's it's the banks because they've gotten themselves into a problem. No, the biggest loser really is Elon Musk because this this is the problem. This he's is, just kind of manhandled in this situation. That's right. He he's he tried to manhandle. He's been manhandled. But this is the problem. To run a social media company, essentially your job is two things. Monetization. Mm-hmm. Monetization and censorship. Or, or 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 adminship filtering filtering yeah. uh, basically making sure that nothing illegal is happening on your site that's that that's your two things but also Elon Musk is tied to a bunch of other big companies the biggest of which being Tesla which okay. I previously said was Telstra and I apologize yeah, yeah Tesla not the phone the car Tesla operates all over the world mm-hmm. but also in a very large country country called china now elon musk has been very outspoken and vocal all over the world about different countries you know lockdown restrictions and why they're dumb and all these different things particularly the united states but even elon musk has towed the line has said nothing about china which is still currently in lockdown what the reason being is because if he says something about it, it affects his business interests in China. Right. Now, Elon Musk being the owner of Twitter, and again, his job now is monetization and adminship. Yeah, like filtering and censorship, yeah. If something goes viral on Twitter that is anti-Chinese, the Chinese government can just start to put their thumb on his other business interests, his much bigger business interest, Tesla, and say, hey, Elon, you know, you're you're doing something wrong here. You're making us look bad. And so we're going to restrict Tesla selling or whatever it may be. And historically, Elon Musk has towed the line and probably in the future he will. And so because of business interests... Basically, I don't. I don't think this is going to be the bastion of free speech. Yes, he. What did he do? Like unbanned Donald Trump or something like that. Right. But who cares? At the end of the day, it's a social media company. It's online. Free speech is being attacked at all angles, particularly in a private sense. How how is something going from the uh, being publicly owned to now being privately owned? How is that going to enable freedom of speech? I I have no idea. Yeah, you ultimately have to serve someone's interest. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm not seeing this as a positive, really, for anyone. It's the, it is going to be interesting. It's actually going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Because I love the point that you're saying we're going public to private, but how does that help free speech? Yeah. Right? Uh, and we don't know. We're going to see. And we're just kind of hanging on for the ride as we hop in a Tesla, hopefully. So <laughs> if you want to give us a Tesla, text us at 0491064669. listening to The Breakfast Joe Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We're here with Blake and Lawson, and we have been we've been getting wild with Twitter here. Mm. It's, things are getting crazy, crazy yeah. for sure, and understanding what's actually going on there uh, with that. But I want to understand what's our next question: How many men were killed following the Golden Calf apostasy? Whoa. How many men? 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. Or if you don't, just guess. Just send in anything. Mm-hmm. It's more than one, at least. 
Maybe I would. Uh, okay, I'll give you a little bit more of a clue. It's at least more than ten. Okay. So zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. Again, we have two prizes for two winners this week. Jesus wins and my life today, or it is finished and the bridegroom is coming. Amazing devotional, yearly devotional books that we will give to you. But again, that question was how many men were killed following the golden calf apostasy? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Next up, we have uh, John Ashton. Uh, John, can you hear us? Uh, hello, Frank. Yes, I can hear you. Hey, excellent. We're so happy that you have joined us here, the community here at Faith FM, and we are looking forward to hearing, if I'm not mistaken, some pretty incredible things about the eye. Yes, yes. I um, saw a, um, an article uh just recently, uh, about the uh, origin of human eyes, uh, best explained through intelligent design, and uh, had some fascinating uh, information in it that I hadn't really uh, realised. There, some time ago, uh, Richard Dawkins, uh, a, a well-known evolutionist, claimed that uh, the eye was poorly designed. Uh, because the the way it is con- constructed um, with uh, the uh, some of the uh, detection at the at the back of the eye, and therefore the light has to be reflected around to the back of the eye rather than having the detection at the front. But uh, of course, um, research has shown that there's actually very good reason for this because the particular uh, cells that are involved in Sensing the light need a, a special blood supply, and it turns out now that the design is actually far superior, uh, having the, the detection at the back of the eye than at the uh, at the front of the eye. But one of the and so you know his thesis has been uh, disproved by um, you know uh, the studies on the eye. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that really uh, stood out to me was uh, uh, understanding that the human eye consists of over two million working parts, making it second only to the brain in complexity. And I thought, wow, yeah, that that is amazing. And I I know um, I'm reading Darwin's work, but one of the things that really uh, challenged him was he he really thought, how could the eye have evolved, right. and um, and of course that was back then. Well, now that we know the amazing complexity of the of the eye, it is just overwhelming in its design. And there's there's a couple of aspects to this because not only do you have the design of the eye, which has, for example, automatic focus, uh, and so we've got you know hundreds of like uh, fibers called the uh, zonules. I love that. Uh, I love that uh, feature of my eye. The autofocus actually is one of my favorite features. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, you know the ciliary muscle changes the shape of the lens and relaxes it for distant vision. And then we've got the the visual system itself, which is this uh, retina composed of the photoreceptor cells, um, and um, that again uh, these cells in uh, the light falling on these cells 
um, involves, uh, you know, causes complex chemical reactions that then send electrical signals through the optic nerve to the brain. And um, there's all, all these sort of pathways and chemicals that um, are involved uh, with this. And then, of course, the, um, the brain has to learn how to interpret these uh, signals and so forth. Um, and uh, it's interesting how what we see is actually uh, divided in, in, in half, the inner left and right halves uh, of the, that take information and cross over to the brain to the other side and, and so forth. And so the brain, brain flips the image back. Um, and of course, and the image of course goes in upside down. The image flips it, the, the brain flips it the right way up. All this sort of thing that we have to learn. Mm-hmm. And then of course, um, the brain has to interpret. And then of course, um, the, uh, we control the light intensity automatically with the iris muscles controlling the, the size of the, the pupil, which, uh, you know, we see, um, expands when we're in dull lights and, Contracts, you know, or, and all the muscles that control um, and regulate this in regards to light intensity, um, and then we've got the the cone cells that give it our give us our detail, you know, of uh, colour vision, and about there's about six million of them in each eye, um, and then we've got the rod cells that enable us uh, to see um, dim. Uh, light. They're um, 500 times apparently more sensitive to light uh, than the cone cells. Um, and there's about 120 million rod cells in the human eye. And then, of course, we've just got a lubrication, the lacrimal gland, which can, you know, secretes the tears, uh, which moisten, lubricate, and protect the surface of the eye. And then they drain during the uh, into the um, the lacrimal duct, um, and uh, uh, of course, John. That's usually what I do when when I might be tearing up in a movie or something. I'm just like, no, no, I'm just <laughs> lubricating the eyes, everyone. Okay, this is. I'm not crying. I'm just, you know, this is for functionality only. Please, uh, please disregard what's happening here. <laughs> don't let him know yeah. don't let him know john that i sometimes might cry okay just keep that a secret between us yeah yes we can we can do that and then of course you know we've just got the eyelashes that uh, protect us and and then we've got the operational structural the muscles that change uh, the eye movement so we can turn the eye from side to side and uh, and so forth you know, when when you think about this and how it's all coordinated, um, you know, we think of that, and then there's a, an optic pathway, of course, from the eye. We've got a little optic fibre um, that actually physically takes light into the brain, um, into the pineal gland, that regulates a whole lot of our body functions, like uh, blood pressure, blood sugar levels, uh, cholesterol levels are all regulated by the light entering the the eye, and um, the, you know so it's it's actually fascinating. And when we think of the brain, all the different parts of the brain that are associated with these different parts of the eye, and so we think, okay, there's just the image part of the brain, but then there's the part of the brain that controls the muscles that turn the eye, 
and um, all these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got not only the physical eye itself, but its control system. And um, you know, when, when you think that such a complex system, um, they say evolved by random mutation, it just blows the mind. Like we couldn't design DNA and, and write a code uh, using you know the DNA code letters to construct something like this that self replicates. You know it's just so amazing, and yet it works. You know so well. Um, you know when when you think of a racing car driver and the split second decisions that his brain makes on the basis of things, or a fighter pilot, or um, you know it, it's just uh, amazing. Um, and then we've got, uh, you know, the eyes that are in the, the, the other different animals, in birds and frogs and this sort of thing. They're all slightly different, but they suit the needs of those particular animals, mm-hmm. you know, perfect, perfectly. It's, it's absolutely amazing, I think. And so I think, um, you know, it just reminds me that we, we have a creator God. And if there's a, a super intelligent God, who can create such an amazing device as this, surely he can communicate with us as well. And, uh, and of course, you know, that's what we believe, you know, through prayer, through the people that wrote the Bible were inspired by God, you know, God and God is in the ability to protect the Bible record that we have through to this time. So, yeah, I, I just think, you know, when I read that about, the amazing, and as I said, I didn't realise that there were so many parts in the eye, over 2 million parts that are involved. It just you know, blew my mind, really. The complexity of the eye is, is incredible. It, it actually reminds this whole conversation actually reminds me of a verse in Matthew chapter 13, verse 13, that says, And seeing you will see and not perceive. So actually, this is verse 14. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Right, their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their e- their eyes and hear with their ears. It's kind of like it reminds me of what you're talking about with with Richard Dawkins, who's like one of the most you know forerunners of atheism and evolutionary theory. And I say that theory because that's all it is, is just some theory. There's no uh, proof behind it. It's just a theory, and yet you can see the irreducible complexity that you're talking about. They're just millions and millions and millions of parts that have to work all in tune and in line, everything together just for the eye to work in the body, not to mention all the rest of the body working all together. That's just the eye. And it just shows how incredible our creator is. It shows how incredible uh, of an of a designer, this intelligent designer, Yahweh, God, uh, the Father, who has created us, you know, like it is just um, incredible, incredible to think about the time, the effort, you know, that He created Adam and Eve, and then the rest of us as well too. Mm, yes, and I think in the other side of that is that through our own, you know, pride and and um, wanting to stick to, you know, some sort of theory that uh, can explain things without God, naturalism, uh, we've become blind to the evidence. And that really, 
Yeah, it really frustrates me that the young people are still being taught evolutionary theory that this amazing device in our body could arise by blind, random chemical mutations could, in the structure of DNA, could produce all these amazing structures that work together. So we've got you know, over a million parts that work together coherently to enable us to see, to be able to focus, you know, detect movement, detect beautiful colours, the, the image goes through our brain and everything so that we're conscious. And what, the, this system that's so complex could arise by chance and yet when we try to, you know, we took a look at how long it took engineers to build a camera and uh, the cameras that we have today in our phone. It involves teams of engineers, scientists that have worked over years to design and work these things, and yet we fail to see that in just something obvious like our eye. And it just really makes me sad that our young people continue to be taught this theory of evolution, which is so obviously wrong and absolutely impossible. And just not based on the data. That's the thing. You know, there's clearly, uh, there has been an agenda within the education system to promote this concept of evolution when there's, the data just doesn't support it. It just, it, it is not what they have said for many, many years. But, but the reason is, is what they're not, they're not trying to, to prove evolution as much as they're trying to remove God from the schooling system. That's the real agenda that's behind the scenes. Yes, yes, I think so. That's, that's sad. It is. It's really, really sad. Uh, I, I love creation science. I love uh, learning about you know intelligent design, and it's kind of a new field for me. I have to admit, like, uh, but I have been uh, reading uh, a few books on it. I, I think I might have actually been reading one of your books. Have you written? Are you the John Ashton that uh, wrote uh, the book about uh, evolution and possibilities? Is that correct? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I think I've actually read a book by you. <laughs> but uh, yeah. thank you so much for coming on to Faith FM and just showing the world through the eye the the very real fact that we have an intelligent designer who loves us, who created us, and has a plan for us as well too. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at one eight hundred Faith FM.